we had Charles Davis on in the three o'clock hour. And it's funny, you know, we talked a lot about Miles Garrett needing another um another edge rusher across from Miles. And I just I don't I think I might be on the outside. Like I feel like NFL people agree with me. Anytime we've had Charles on, anytime we've had anybody else from the NFL on, when we've when we've asked him what's the Browns' biggest off off um off season need, or when we've asked them Pretty simple things like, hey, where would you like to see them add this offseason? They kind of continue to go back to the defense. And what I will say is I think the Browns are sitting pretty this offseason. They, they uh, restructured Denzel Ward's contract. They're now officially over the cap to start the new league year. I think before the new league year, you're going to see the Nick Chubb deal handled. Uh, that just feels like kind of a soft deadline for that. That's going to open up potentially some more money. We'll see about Amari Cooper and an extension, but like you've got the Deshaun money. You've got all these different options that the Browns have to open up more cap money. And truthfully, this is not what it was last year where you needed both depth and to try and find it, like five or six starters when, and you went into the offseason trying to find salary cap. So I think that's I think you're in a really good spot here. But everybody's focused on the wide receiver spot. If you look at the the offensive side of the ball, pretty much every spot of starters is spoken for. You've got six guys that could start in your offensive line because you've got three starting tackles on your roster as of right now. Every other one of your 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 guard or center spot is spoken for. Tight end between David and Joku and Jordan Akins, uh, your your top two spots on the roster there are spoken for. Even though you do need at least one, if not two more receivers, you have four receivers that are NFL-quality receivers. You didn't have that going into last year. Um, running back, Nick Chubb is going to be on the roster, very, very likely to be on the roster. Jerome Ford is his backup. Pierre Strong, by the way, I really like Pierre Strong. So you're three deep at running back, quarterback. Like you're bi- You could make a case that your biggest need on offense is actually the backup quarterback. Defensively, I look over there and I'm like, not only can you could you use a third starting defensive lineman, somebody who can generate consistent pressure. All right. So that's one thing. But you start to look across that defense, like uh Devin White, uh the the linebacker from um or Devon White, the, the linebacker from uh Tampa Bay. There's a report out that uh, Tampa Bay's not gonna tag him. That's a middle linebacker. And you're going into this offseason, your signal caller, the last couple of years, Anthony Walker Jr., although he is one of your best leaders, he's getting a little bit older. He has dealt with significant injuries the last couple of years. And you've kind of been year to year with with Anthony Walker Jr. This would be an offseason where it makes a lot of sense, where if you can get a guy like White to be your middle linebacker, you put that guy next to JOK and, and you get, you know, White on a three or four year, two or three year deal, your linebackers could be locked up and you could have a really strong linebacking group. Probably your strongest that you've had since going back to Demario Davis, Christian Kirksey, and a couple other guys being your linebackers. So 216 474 0092. I think the defense is a uh, is is the bigger priority this offseason. I not when I say that, what I mean is I think you need to find more starters and more high impact starters on the defensive side of the ball. Do you guys see defense as the higher priority? Because I think we've lulled ourselves into, well, they were the number one defense last year. 
it has not sat right with me, and it continues to not sit right with me. The Browns road struggles with that defense. And, you know, we asked Charles about it. We asked uh, our guest, uh, Daniel Jeremiah, yesterday about it. We've asked a lot of people about it, and nobody has, like, a working theory. Not even, like, a suggestion of what it could be. To me, what it says is, and maybe I'm thinking too literally, maybe I'm thinking too much like we think in the uh, the NBA, to me it means you're relying on a lot of role players to fill starting reps. Or that you're relying on four uh, four role players instead of you know maybe two starters at key spots. I think I, I do think Anthony Walker Jr.'s health has been kind of an issue because when he hasn't been out there, honestly, Rodney McLeod, the defense of road issues really heightened when Rodney McLeod ended up missing the rest of this season. So I look at it and I think you've got a starter spot at every level of the defense that you need filled. Because I think next year, because of the uncertainty at quarterback, as much as everyone wants to go ahead and talk about uh, backup quarterback, and yes, it might be the most important position of immediate need on the offense, but whether you're going to win with Deshaun or whether you're going to win with a backup quarterback, that defense needs to stay number one. And so this, you're sitting pretty. You don't have, I mean, you had six starting needs last year. You have three. They're all on the defensive side of the ball. I think you need a middle linebacker, and that could include Anthony Walker. They might just decide to bring him back. I I cannot – seems like such a good dude. He seems to be so respected by his teammates. I don't know I can be mad if they brought him back. It still feel like piecemealing that spot, but I'll be honest with you, he's been consistent, and when he's been healthy, he's been a nice player. But you still – you need to address that spot whether it's Anthony Walker or White or any of the other linebackers, middle linebackers out there. I don't know you need a true, like, I don't think you're going to sign another Juan Thornhill or another Grant Delpit, but I think you might need another quarterback in the safety room to help bring along what is still four young safeties on that defense. So that's the second spot. And then I don't really even want to think about it like, a if you could get Joey Bosa, guys, that is my, that's my dream. If you could get him, because I think if if they if the Chargers cut him, which I, I still can't even fathom a team would do that, but the health issues might warrant it. If you could cut, if they cut Joey Bosa, he's going to go to San Francisco and be with his brother. But if you could get him in a trade, man, I think Joey Bosa across from Miles Garrett, I think I think that's the definition of wreck this league. But it does. That's not the only way you can do this. I don't know you need another defense, uh, another um, space-filling defensive tackle. I think if you go defensive tackle, you need a guy that's a little quicker, a guy that's going to consistently get sacks. But, like, guys, um, it doesn't matter if it's an edge rusher or a defensive tackle. I just think they need another high-level starting defensive lineman. That, to me, is why the defense really should be the priority this offseason. Mike, welcome to the show, buddy. What you got for us? In total agreement with you, man, I think we should double down on defense. Simply because, man, you got to look at who we got to go through to get a Super Bowl or get or even get a championship. We, You got to be able to stop Kansas City. You got to be able to stop Cincinnati. You got to be able to stop Baltimore. And I'm looking to get a score match. I think it's Mike. just let offense play football. Mike, you're breaking up a little bit there, buddy, but we do appreciate your your uh, time there. Now, the thing I like that you said, talking about beating Kansas City, beating Cincinnati, 
I thought in the second half of the season, as Miles kind of was getting that extra attention, I think the Browns had to rush that fifth or sixth guy too often. And I think I think the formula, and I'm not trying to repeat the same thing I've said, but it is the it is what I find to be true. The teams with a chance to slow down, contain, or, or just in the end beat Pat Mahomes, it's not just about do you have a franchise quarterback. It is can you get consistent pass rush and disrupt those those opportunities to move outside the pocket. Can you do that with four guys? Because if you can, you'll have a chance. If you have to consistently rush a fifth or sixth guy or do team rushes, rush your linebackers, if you consistently have to do that, he's going to pick you apart over four quarters. So in the regular season, I think you can, you know, if you can do that in the regular season, that's cool. But in the postseason, you want to beat Mahomes, and not just that. You want to you want to beat uh, Burrow. We saw it on the Monday Night Football game two years ago. The Browns consistently, with Jadavian, with Miles Garrett, with your defensive tackles, they consistently got home. They completely picked apart Joe Burrow. There's some other parts of that, too, like what you do post-snap and pre-snap and disguising coverages and all that, and whether you go zero coverage, you know, uh, too high, whatever. A lot of jargon there. But I just think you get that that strong pass rusher, which honestly – it's never been easier to find in the NFL. Like, find me an elite wide receiver. There's like eight guys. Find me a guy who is available for one reason or another that is that can be the disruptor that Miles needs across from him. I Not only do I think those guys are available, I think you can get them. I mean, hell, I'll still go back to Chris Jones. Chris Jones is getting a little bit older. He's not likely to be tagged in Kansas City. If you could put Chris Jones next to Miles Garrett or you could put – uh, even a guy that is a cut below that, like DJ Reader, who's more of a space eater, but still can generate a lot of pressure, I think you're going to see this team be the number one defense, not just in name, but in reality as well.